there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You're listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech athletics podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, everybody, welcome into the post-game instant reaction podcast. Texas Tech taking down West Virginia 48-10. to 10. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? Spencer, I am rolling, and I, and I have a feeling, I have a feeling that Mason Tharp, somewhere out there, Mason Tharp and Bryson Donnell are still dragging some West Virginia defenders, you know, three or four at a time against their will. They're, they're just dragging them south somewhere. They're taking them to O'Donnell, whether they want to go or not. I, Henry Tater, too, man. I, I, I am just, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm, I can't wait to get into this with you. I want to see what you wanted to bring up, what you want to talk about. But, man, 48 to 10, we've started kind of covering that a little bit on Twitter as far as trying to find the last time Tech had such a beatdown in Big 12 play that wasn't against Kansas. I mean, their last... When where they scored 44. To Oklahoma was, State, uh, 2017? Yeah, that was that was, that was 2018. And then um, the last time Tech scored 48-plus in a Big 12 win was October 20th, 2018 against Kansas. And that gives credit to our main man, Ryan Mainville, who brought that one in. But I think someone, um, who was it, who chimed in in my mentions, Tech Batman came in and uh, – just said that was the last time that we beat a Big 12 team by more than 10 points was that 2018 Oklahoma State game. Yeah, man. I think all the all the games that Tech has won in the last three or four seasons against Big 12 opponents have been quite close, and this was not one of those times. Yeah. Excellent. And yeah, if we will take a look at all, of, all the statistical categories because it was a dominant performance all the way around, passing, rushing, receiving, defense. Uh, let's start text tech offense. Cause that's, that's where the, the fun is. Baron Morton gets to start, uh, expected after what we heard throughout the week goes 28 of 45, 325 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, no turnovers is a big thing. Although there were, especially early on, there were a lot of those fumbles that hit the ground. You're like, no, 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 no. We, we got to make sure we're holding onto the ball. Yeah. Uh, and may, may and Ernest only have had one actual fumble, but there were several times, like I said, early in the game where the ball was popping loose. You're like, we got to get a handle on that, but ends up not turning the ball over. Uh, like I said, Baron Morton, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 325 yards. And then the running game, man, you, you passed for 40, 49 pass attempts. You ran the ball 54 times. Uh, that, that is including three kneel downs. So essentially it was a 51 49, uh, even break there. Um, you know, almost half and half Taj Brooks, 17 carries, 107 yards, two touchdowns, 6.3 yards per catch. Welcome back, Taj. Because, man, he, he's he's been missing. Uh, but looked like that bye week came at a great time. Got him right. Got him healthy. I mean, 
he had a long of 20 yards so that 6.3 yards per carry was wasn't buoyed by one big long play it was it was a game long performance Roger Thompson 15 carries 59 yards just under 3.9 yards per carry and a touchdown I mean though those two guys combining for 32 carries and 170 yards and three touchdowns it's just fantastic on the ground um and then offensively when you were when you were throwing the ball Xavier White was your main man eight catches 139 yards one touchdown long of 55 was on the touchdown 82 yards after catch so um you know more than half of his yards came after the catch Nehemiah Martinez also had a great day six catches 52 yards um you didn't you didn't get a big big day from your outside receivers they combined uh you're looking at Jaron Bradley Loic Fungi Trey Cleveland uh with eight catches between them and what's that 20 25 it's 45 85 yards on eight catches I mean they, they 10 yards per catch uh but it was really yeah those inside guys uh that, that's what west virginia was giving up um your tight ends well, were getting, getting involved it makes you feel better it makes you feel better because the outside guys they didn't get a lot of catches sure but they weren't targeted a ton either so it's not like some previous games where jerome bradley's targeted 13 times and has six catches or something it was yeah, it, it, they were trying to go with what was working. Yeah, Jerome Bradley he he caught three three catches on five targets. Fungi was three for three. Cleveland was two for five. Um, so like you were saying, between them, what is that? Thirteen catches. They were eight of thirteen essentially. Uh, and just the game was really inside, whether it was the receiving uh, or or rushing. Um, it could be because you're you're in your seven games into the season, or it could be because you've played some really really good defensive lines that have prepared you for, to this point. But your offensive line looked significantly better today, um, and and you know may, maybe part of that also had to do with Baron Morton being able to to evade the rush when it did come through. But when you're running the ball for four and a half yards a carry and racking up 240 yards on the ground, and then giving your quarterback on 49 you know pass drops to complete 355 yards your, your your offensive line is 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 doing better um defensively man i had you show me these stats before the game i i would have i would have predicted a, a game about like this this kind of spread you held them on a team that was averaging uh what was it 200 191 like yards six or something yeah 191 yeah. yards was, on the ground five yards per, 200 yeah about five yards per carry you held them on 26 carries to 73 yards 2.8 yards per carry i mean that was the difference in the game because you knew jt daniels was going to do uh, about what he did i mean that they they average about 270 yards to the air they got 195 um his his yards per attempt uh, went way down on the season was you know 6.9 uh, almost seven yards today Tex Tech only allowed 5.4 yards per attempt um, and even a little bit better when, when their backup quarterback came in green um, but man you gave up less than 300 total yards on the day you put up almost 600 I know total yards is uh, not a, not a, the best stat, but when there's that kind of disparity between the two teams, it's it's pretty clear that this was a pretty dominant game in one direction. And you did force Daniels to throw three interceptions, which is great that you get to see that uh, that 
take three mentality that McGuire had been talking about since he got here. Uh, you finally feel like you, you did that today and really played a big role in, into the way the game ended up going. Um, Michael, where, where, where do you want to dive in? Like, do you want to talk about the, the rushing defense, the the pressure you're able to put on, on Daniels, or? Yeah, well, I kind of wanted to bring up. I mean, we've we've got some comments rolling in already, and um, I think Steve's second comment is kind of applicable to what we're going over right now. And he felt like this was the most air raid offensive game under Kitley yet. O line wasn't as prone to errors. If we can maintain this style of play, it'll carry great momentum through the end of the season. Real excited for the last five games. And I wanted to touch on that just slightly, the O-line play. Uh, you mentioned it too. Uh, you know, that's a, a good hat tip as to how Tech was able to run the ball as well as they were today, but they protected the quarterback. Uh, West Virginia had one sack. They had five tackles for a loss, which, hey, that's not great. But, I mean, previous games, you, you know, guys – Guys are getting sacked six, seven times. Uh, you know, we're getting they're getting tackled for a loss twelve times. Huge improvement today uh, because this defensive front is still talented, and they still get back there and and disrupted a few things. But that O line, um, that was kind of where I was going to go is just kind of break break that down and maybe start talking about the fourth down conversions. Um, if you're ready to go there, I mean, just so many good things happened. Uh, we haven't had quite this exciting of a instant reaction in since Texas. So it's, it's, it's good to, and, and it's different because the Texas, when you felt like you got by with it through the skin of your teeth, you know, sure. some things just mm-hmm. had to go the right way. This um, things went the right way since kickoff and it just felt good to kind of enjoy the game. I, I don't want to say I checked out, but I definitely was not sitting on the couch, biting my nails or something. I was kind of rolling around and, doing a couple other things in the house and as opposed to just, you, you know, nerve grinding it out the entire game. Yeah. So w- we were, we were at a, at a one-year-old birthday party for our neighbor. Uh, the game was on there. Uh, and my, my friend's father-in-law was on, was there was in control of the TV at one point, turned it off and turned on the, the Texas Oklahoma state game. I was like, man, that, that game's a blowout. We're changing the game. Uh, which I thought was, was, was just funny that, uh, I pulled the game up on my phone and watched the rest of it there. Uh, going back to the, your point about how the game started and then uh, the fourth downs uh, through, what was it? The first seven minutes of the game, Texas Tech had gone four and fourth down four times and it was four for four. Uh, end of the day, six of seven on fourth downs, nine for 21 uh, on third downs. So you were 15 of 28 on third and fourth down. So you're pretty close. You were better than 50%. Uh, and I think the magic numbers, you know, just over 40% on, on a team is converting that you're, you're doing pretty well. Uh, you, you kept the, your team on the field, uh, and, and, and driving and converting points there. Whereas you held West Virginia's four of 14 on third down. So that's just a little bit better than 33% and one of two on fourth downs. They didn't go for it as much on fourth down as I thought they might. Uh, but I think a lot of that had to do with you didn't give them a, a good a good look at fourth down. There weren't there weren't fourth and shorts for them to, to take advantage of or to, to try to attempt. Um, they weren't in, a, in an advantageous spot on the field to, to make that decision for them. I mean, b- between the two teams going for it nine times, we, we kind of thought that would happen. But seven of them came from Texas Tech. Uh, but I think, like I was trying to point out, the fact that you limited West Virginia's opportunities to go for a fourth down really 
kept them um, off the field. The game started off really, really fast for you. Uh, you know, you, you drove down those, those first couple of drives uh, and scored touchdowns. You got up, you know, 14 points. And I was trying to remind myself, it's like, well, you started with the ball, so you may be up 14 points, but West Virginia's only had one possession. So, you know, after two possessions, are you still at 14? Or are you only up seven or how, whatever it was? But you just kept you kept rolling. Uh, you, you kept putting up points when you did. Um, I do want to go back just for a second. Uh, you were talking about the, um, the offensive line. I think, you know, of the seven penalties that Texas Tech had, I've got I've to look it up really quickly. Um, was it one, two, three, line mainly four, five of the seven penalties where were on the offensive line. Uh, one of them, um, okay. was the, that it was that run there towards the end of the half where Taj Brooks broke free, uh, and got down well inside field goal range ends up getting called for the, the hold, uh, moves that ball back. And ultimately Texas tech does not score in that possession. Um, so while I did say that they did play better, um, I mean, you, you, you hate to see so many penalties on the offensive line. Um, but I mean, today I would say ultimately it didn't actually end up mattering, but you do want to see that, uh, come down a little bit. You, you were one of the least penalized teams in the country, seven for 70. Uh, it doesn't sound that bad when you think about the, the Kingsbury times, but that's one of your, your worst games so far under, under McGuire. Uh, with that many penalties, especially the what was it the f- was it five on the offensive line? Um, no, sorry, four. Yeah, I think that's what you said. Oh, I was four. Okay, there's four because there was a two holding, then a false start, then there's a holding that was on the defense, holding on the defense, holding on the defense. So no, just three. Offensive line only had three penalties, two holdings and a false start. Uh, there was a pass interference of two more holdings on defense, and there was a hold on a on a punt. So going uh, seven for 70 is not that bad uh, when, when we consider three of them were on the offensive line. Is, is, is Kyle back there fighting a the dog? Oh, my dogs going are going on? crazy. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, Special teams, I mean, just quickly, Tech didn't punt until almost, what, the end of the second quarter was their first punt? I, I think that was right. So Tech didn't punt un, until, um, oh, let's see, time of possession. So a minute and 32 left in the second quarter was the first time that McNamara saw the field. He didn't see it again until 358 left in the third where he shot an absolute bomb after the only three and out of the entire game. Uh, tech defense, uh, yes, unfortunately, West Virginia was 100% in the red zone, but that's because they only got in the red zone once. So, I mean, you can live with that. Obviously, Texas Tech was six for six in the red zone on offense with, um, you know, I think coming away with touchdowns, uh, I think every time there might have been one where they settled for a shorter field goal, but just an all out display of of what this team is capable of and kind of what Rob alluded to on the on the tailgate show this morning tech schedule is pretty front heavy and these two teams having the same record does not equate uh the talent of these two teams and I think we saw that today that 
yes, Tech was three and three. Yes, West Virginia was three and three coming in, playing the same amount of power fives and and uh, FCS opponents or ha- what have you, but came in uh, thinking that Tech was the better team and sure proved it today. Uh, just feeling like you don't want to have this, I don't want to say defeatist attitude, but you, you feel like Tech's losses, they performed better than West Virginia did in their losses. And West Virginia just didn't have as many comparable opponents as what Tech has played. So their schedule is probably way bottom heavy. Tech's is top heavy. Uh, so the, these last five games are really up in the air. I'm really excited to see what Kansas State and TCU do this evening, but I think we'll learn a little bit more on that. But um, I, I, this just gives you a lot of confidence going into these last final games. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, Spencer, are you back? I can just. Sorry, I was going back and forth on which which microphone was muted when I was yelling at the dogs. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> who know? I don't even know what they're doing back there. Yeah. I, the second half of the schedule certainly does set itself up for for a lot better than, than a three and three, um, and 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 to the point you were bringing up about the schedule, the differences in the three and three that Texas Tech face and the three and three that West Virginia face, um, for sure. I, I think I think Texas Tech is set up with their experience so far, uh, and the way the schedule is that they're going to finish out a lot stronger than, than West Virginia. Um, because no, the, the, these these two teams are not the same. The three and three that they, they both were are just not the same. When you consider that West Virginia had played Texas, um, Kansas, and um, hey Spencer, you still there? Did I lose you? <laughs> sorry, man. My my my, my my phone's going off and it's a mess. All right. Anyways, um, certainly a lot of things to build on for this game, uh, some things to, to, to improve upon. But when you beat a team 48 to 10 uh, on a game that probably everybody thought was going to be a little bit closer, I, I mean, I, I, I thought it could be a, a two-score game. When you end up beating a team by 38, I mean, it, it feels good, man. Um, you, you looked good doing it. You looked good on, on all sides of the ball. Um, so... Uh, th- th- there's nothing else for me tonight other than, you know, enjoy this when Texas Tech wins 48 to 10. Michael, you got any, any last thoughts? Yeah, uh, nothing major. I, I did want to just kind of touch on how how it felt much closer in the first half with, um, you know, West Virginia driving Tech up 17 to 3. It, it seemed like, man, they really had a chance to go into halftime only down by one score, only down 17 to 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, and knew they were getting the ball back, but then Rabbit comes up with that killer interception to start the turnover, the turnover battle that just kept going in this in the second half. So uh, I just kind of want to point that out, how crucial that was to me to uh, really kind of kill any momentum West Virginia had. And then from from then on out, it was pretty much it was church after that. I, I think if he hadn't have done that, there's a really good chance that West Virginia would have gotten into the end zone and. Um, you know, it would have been a closer game. I mean, based off what we saw, and Tech ended up putting their second and third string guys in the, the fourth quarter of a Big 12 game, which you just love to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if that is exactly what would have happened or not. I think Tech still could have come out, but I just wanted to point out how important that was. And, um, you know, hats off to the defense for creating these four takeaways today. Just a, a huge step in the right direction. And this single handedly, flip-flopped 
the turnover margin. West Virginia came into the game on the year with zero turnovers in the turnover margin, at least. They leave with minus four. Tech came in at minus seven. They leave with minus three. Big change there and hope to see it swinging in that direction the rest of the year. That's that's really all I wanted to say. But, man, this felt good. It's And like Steve, I need to credit Steve because he actually – mentioned something about it felt nice not being able to bite his nails throughout the game. And I mm-hmm. think I said that earlier, probably because I read his comment and I had it in my, in my brain, but man, it felt good. This enjoy this one, guys. Well, we've, we've got a full 24 hours according to coach McGuire to enjoy it. So then, then Monday, I guess it's on to, uh, on to, um, um on to I'm Baylor, liking. uh, Baylor who, who won today pretty convincingly against yeah. Kansas. All right, that'll do us for this post-game instant reaction. Texas Tech taking down West Virginia 48-10. to 10. Enjoy this one. We'll get you guys ready for the preview for Baylor Bears next weekend. But for now, that was Michael. I'm Spencer. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23 Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.